in Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's a scene where Indiana is trapped in a pit full of snakes. Well, actually, they aren't snakes. Although they look just like them, the quote-unquote snakes that you see in the film aren't actually snakes at all. In fact, there's a type of lizard in the world called a legless lizard. But even though they look practically the same, snakes and legless lizards are very distantly related. So what makes them have such similar body shapes? Here to talk to me about that today in a two-part series is Krista Kohler, a researcher who studies evolution by looking at the relationship between snakes, legless lizards, and their lack of limbs. My name is Nathan, and this is At Risk. Can you start by introducing yourself, what you do, and your pronouns? Hi, I'm Krista Kohler. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, uh, and I study the convergent evolution of limblessness in snakes and lizards, or in other words, why snakes don't have feet. And what is convergent evolution? So convergent evolution is when Uh, different groups start out being very different and then evolve to be similar. Um, This is also what we see with um, like sharks and dolphins. They, one's a mammal, one's a fish, uh, and, but they evolve to have sort of a torpedo shaped body with like a dorsal fin and, uh, you know, front flippers and, you know, the, the sort of lobed tail. Um, but they they started out looking completely differently. I mean, dolphins evolved from wolf-like animals. Um, so yeah, you see this all the time in evolution. Another good example uh, from not biological evolution, but one of my favorites is uh, dumplings and pierogies. Just sort of, <laughs> you know, different parts of the world have converged on the same food thing because it just works really well. Dumplings and pierogies, both delicious, very similar, but did not start out the same. We just ended up with two very similar things. And how does this tie in with your work with snakes? So I am really interested. My Actually, my main interest is how does evolution work? Um, what are the patterns? Uh, if you turned back time, and hit start again, would we end up with the same things? Uh, And the one of the best systems for studying that is snakes and lizards, uh, because they've evolved this, uh, the noodle body (laughs) that snakes are famous for bunches of times, like around 40 different times. Uh, So snakes aren't the only legless noodly lizards around. it's actually happened about 40 times. When you're looking at snakes and evolution, did 
snakes branch off of lizards? Did lizards branch off from snakes or did they just kind of like split in the middle? That is an excellent question. Uh, so a lot of times people ask me what's the difference between legless lizards and snakes. Uh, and the truth is snakes are just legless lizards. They're just the most famous legless lizards. So they are actually uh, nested right in. So there's like, in if you look at the family tree of reptiles, you get uh, snakes and lizards in one branch and other reptiles in the other branch. Uh, and you get kind of just in the snakes and lizard branch, you kind of just get a fan of, of lizards and some of them evolve to be legless and some of them keep having legs. Uh, and snakes are just one of those groups. Uh, they, we just have heard of them more often and they, they kind of took the, the body shape to the extreme. So most legless lizards are kind of just living a wormy life. They live underground. They, we don't see them very much. Even if they live near you, you won't see them very often, but snakes, they've evolved, uh, a sort of locomotion that works well above ground. Some of them even climb trees. Uh, there are even gliding snakes. Uh, they they took the body form and made it more diverse and made themselves more. There are more species of snakes than most other legless lizards, and uh, they just get around more and are more visible. Cool, and so. Long story short, snakes are also lizards, but without feet. Yes. Okay, cool. Also, can you explain what a legless lizard is between a snake? What makes a legless lizard not also a snake? Why aren't they just clumped together? Because uh, they aren't closely related. So it, it's sort of, um, yeah, they, they have taken different routes to get to a similar body plan um but the uh let's see okay so we got we got a bunch of different there are legless geckos um and the legless geckos even though they look a lot like snakes they evolved from totally different legged ancestors so the legless geckos evolved from legged geckos snakes evolved from legged lizards um there are, you know, some other legless lizards, legless skinks, uh, evolved from legged skinks. And so having those different ancestors makes them not part of the same group. Okay, cool. This is future Nathan, editing Nathan, here to provide a quick recap, just in case you zoned out for that last bit. And if you weren't listening before, Listen now. In a nutshell, convergent evolution is when two things that are distantly related evolve to have similar characteristics. Krista studies how snakes and legless lizards, which are both lizards but distantly related, evolved to not have legs. She wants to learn how repeatable and predictable evolution is. And because snakes and legless lizards 
have evolved not to have legs so many times in the past, looking at their lineages can help us understand that. All right, continuing on. And if this pattern is showing up so much through history for these specific reptiles to not have legs anymore, how does it benefit the individual? So that has been a big question. And that's one reason that I'm very interested in legless lizards is it's a body plan that's evolved a bunch of times, but with slight differences. Uh, like I said, snakes have evolved to exploit different environments, you know, again, climbing trees. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty wild. Uh, some are really good at burrowing in sand. Some are really good at uh, living in crevices in rocks. Uh, and some of them are really good at going in like leaf litter, like going under the leaves. Um, but there's something that they all have in common, which is fitting in tiny spaces. So it it's really hard to say why things have evolved, like what selective pressures have driven the evolution of certain traits. Um, but it seems like there's pretty good evidence to suggest that burrowing and fitting in tiny spaces is what has uh, driven the evolution of this body plan. Basically, if you want to fit in a burrow, arms kind of get in the way. They don't help you get in the burrow very much, especially if you can slither a bit. Um, and so being the shape of a tube is the best way to fit inside of small tube. And why are snakes so abundant compared to these other legless reptiles? if they, the, the lack of legs is so helpful? Actually, so there are a lot of species. I'm not sure about the numbers, but um, I, uh, I, I am really not sure about the numbers, but if I remember correctly, there are like 3,000 species of snakes and something like, I don't know, think probably between 500 and 1,000 species of uh, worm lizards, uh, which is one of my favorite legless lizards groups. Uh, they just evolved to be as close to worms <laughs> as it is possible for a vertebrate to be. Um, they have very tiny heads. Uh, their eyes barely work. Uh, they're, yeah, pretty much blind. Usually they're pink. They have scales in rings, um, but there, there are a lot of different species. And actually, um, because legless lizards don't, it's, it's hard to move long distances if you don't have legs. Um, and if you're, if you're really good at living in a specific environment, a lot of times your, your geographic range is going to be restricted. Um, so a lot of legless lizards actually have small geographic ranges um and speciate um you know they're they're not likely to occupy uh, a large geographic range so they actually speciate pretty quickly um so they'll diverge a lot so there's actually quite a bit of diversity in legless lizards uh in terms of numbers of species um but in terms of 
morphological diversity, like, you know, how different each species looks compared to, you know, their relatives. Um, there's maybe not a ton of diversity. Uh, they're all kind of, kind of noodle shaped, <laughs> um, usually thin heads. Um, I think the the biggest difference between different legless lizard groups, aside from snakes, uh, is the length of the tail. Uh, so species that are really good at like what we call grass swimming, so like moving really fast, slithering through grass, they tend to have really long tails and those that are burrowing underground tend to have really short tails. But other than that, they look pretty similar. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't hesitate to share it with a friend or share it with family because really you are our marketing team and every single listen means a whole lot to me. You can find Krista um, on Twitter if you just search up her name. Also, her at tag is at Krista Larista. Um, also, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at at risk podcast. This was the first time that I've done a multiple part series, but the stuff that Krista was talking about I found was pretty complicated, but we split it up into two very neat segments, two very neat halves. So this is the first half and you can expect the next half next week. Um, and yeah, that's all I've got to say for now. Um, I am going on a trip soon with my family, so the recording quality of my intros and outros may go down a little bit. Anyways, that's all I've got to say. Those are all the announcements for this week, so have a wonderful summery weekend and week, uh, and I'll talk to you again soon.